0: Hello everyone, welcome to Caffeine Co-op. My name is Zach.
1: And I'm Brandon. I, I... Welcome to Caffeine Co-op. This no, is your it, friendly neighborhood it. garbage podcast about video games, sports, and all things nerdy. I am your handsome host, Zach, along with... <laughs>
0: Still my host, name? Host,
1: Brandon. You, yeah, you, said, you said you messed up. That obviously means that you messed up because I am actually Zach. Hey, welcome to Caffeine Co-op. This is a, I don't sound uh, like that. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. This is Caffeine Co-op. No. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary pals to another edition of Caffeine Co-op, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast brought to you by Brandon and with me as always. Zach. i tripped you up on that one
0: (laughs) i feel so un i feel so uncomfortable right now i've never had this happen i've never not been in control of this spot
1: (laughs) so this is just me all right well in that case um i'm gonna just steer this podcast right off the rails right into the ravine
0: no but i had the perfect (laughs) no no i'm taking it back it's mine just webbed (laughs) (laughs) webbed control from this hello everyone uh brandon i've literally been thinking about this all week because i I have this one tendency that I do at the end of every day pretty much, and uh I can't get over this the the intro is just absurd i don't know i I don't know the whole thing might it's stay like a five minute intro. Yeah. um You're anyway <laughs> brandon um I want to know what is your most uncultured sin that you have. And I will give first as an example because um, I I clear this thing I do is absolutely like like people are going to shiver I think. And what it is is I love green tea, right? I I'm literally yeah. drinking it right now when we do I yeah. usually make green tea pretty much on a daily basis maybe not every day so to speak but at the end of my day like you know it's like my my afternoon pick me up after my three cups of coffee and an energy drink wears off um so i you know i ended on a, a green tea i'm not kidding by the way uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason this is called caffeine co-op uh anyway so my uncultured like the thing that makes me an uncultured I swine
1: as, i was gonna push my uh hershey's <laughs> Grab again, bag your candy out, out of sight right now. <laughs> we are not fueled by sugar and...
0: <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not the two teaspoons of honey and the copious amounts of, like, three packets of tea. No, I only have one <laughs> packet of tea. I'm not that. Yeah. But, okay, okay, okay. So my, my uncultured sin that I do yes. is because I don't care about the actual quality of my tea is I... Just heat oh. up water using my coffee pot, and if you if you look if you're a listener and you somehow don't drink coffee, I don't know how you live in this world. But <laughs> if you do make coffee, you would know that there is nothing more disgusting in a kitchen than a coffee pot. Like there's yeah. it's it's just dark as shit. You you there's coffee stains. Like for, like you, the water that goes through that thing will always have a coffee taint to it. Right, always. Gosh. Yeah, and that's what I use to make my tea because I'm not going to go through the effort of boiling water and like proportionally putting
1: it there in my has tea Um, I'm, I'm going to buy you a better way <laughs> to make tea. I don't, I don't need a teapot. Like, like,
0: I can make a teapot. coffee pot mixed hot water. Kind of, like,
1: what do I need a teapot for? You know, but there has to be something. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out. Maybe I can get like I'll buy you a French press <laughs> or something like that. So you can have something that is coffee exclusive. Tea, so, well, I, I have uh, a French press too. So, can you use it to see? No, I I figure the French press could be for coffee, and then the coffee Oh, well, I don't I don't, I don't use tea. that daily. Because... You know, like a maniac. Yeah, <laughs> I don't use the this It's to you right much now.
0: effort. Yeah. That's like a weekend treat for me. And I actually I, I actually like
1: do not. Okay, we're wildly off topic already. Oh, uncultured!
0: Uh... This is this is the this is the, the pick me up. This is the
1: picker. What is the process for a French press? Because I, I just thought it was like an easier coffee thing. So you have
0: to boil water. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. So, right, like already you're yeah, going man. through an effort of using <laughs> Never yeah, mind. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, but the French press itself is just like this giant cup and you just dump. I I mean, this could obviously be wrong and call me out on Twitter, folks, but you just dump the coffee grounds into the cup and then you pour the boiling water into that cup as well. But and it just it so instead of it like going instead of it like filtering, it just sits in there. And then what you do is the top of the French press has a filter that after any given amount of time that I don't know, uh, you press hence French press. You press the oh. filter through the water and it pushes all the grains to the bottom, giving you like the most flavorful coffee possible. And I actually really like a French press. <laughs> A good french press cup is pretty delicious damn How it's just a lot it of yeah
1: that's
0: like i can make i can i put i put scoops in my coffee pot with the filter and i go yeah. to the bathroom and by the time i get back
1: we're ready to roll <laughs> it's definitely i so i use the um uh i'll clarify because it's not mine but it's my mom's uh keurig machine and i will either, either do the k-cups which are wildly terrible for the environment, <laughs> but at least it's not ant, ant thieves. Um So I'm not doing that much uh, bad to the world. But uh, I will also sometimes use the coffee grounds, and then you, you can just put like a um, it's like a reusable kind of thing where you put these into the into the you put the grounds into this this little pod that you can use over and over again, and then you make yeah. coffee, which is much better, but it's also takes the the a fraction more effort. That I'm like, you could just be putting up made cake that. up in there. I'm just gonna put these fuckers in there. Yeah, <laughs> it is 100 percent the laziest thing I do, but can't help it. And I
0: got, I dude, way. I love cake ups I know they're bad, but like they're fantastic. Yeah. I don't have a cake cup machine or a Keurig, um, right? Yeah. But when I did have one accessible, like I loved. The idea that like I just had a quick fresh cup of coffee ready roll like I I also drank less coffee because like it would be like, oh, do you really (laughs) want to get more coffee as opposed to to, like I, I literally make a pot of coffee every morning and I just I that is the pot of coffee is no joke like six feet from my desk. Like, so when wow. I'm working, I sip, and then I go and I pour, and I sip, and then I go and I pour, and I sip, <laughs> and I drink three to four cups of coffee a day. I I literally switched to half decaf so that I could at least, like, try less caffeine in right. my
1: body. Of, you're, <laughs> you're self-tapered down a little bit. Yeah. To clarify, when you say, like sip go back for more you were you were putting in an, an a entire sip worth of uh coffee it's just like a drop into your coffee and then you you take that sip and then you go back and get one more exactly exactly <laughs> i just basically stand it takes you 12 hours pot. to finish a coffee pot yeah <laughs> uh it, it's kind of lucky for me because like the the coffee machine it's b- both lucky and unlucky because the coffee machine for me is all the way downstairs so i have to say to myself uh, do I t- do I want to take like sixty steps downstairs to get another cup of coffee? Which is most of the time, yes, because <laughs> I love coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. And it's the, the, so for me, I usually tap out at two, two cups of coffee, which is probably an amateur hour to you. That's like huh, I yeah, that's nice. That's cute. <laughs> I,
0: I will drink coffee. As as long as the day is like I could drink coffee a full eight hours of work. Um, I I what I do is if I'm still having coffee and it, I notice it's 12 o'clock, I tell myself, OK, you only get to have one more cup <laughs> or that's it. It's done, depending on how many cups I've already had. Um, yeah. And yeah, usually I, I have usually I'm drinking coffee till about 1230 and then I force a bottle of water down my throat and then I have an energy drink. And then I drink water oh, the rest of the day until no, tea, at least. Is,
1: yeah. Until, and then I have
0: an end day to cup of tea because I, I,
1: I, I, I well, honestly, up. yeah, like it's one of the things that at least I cut out soda because now I, I'm not at least taking in like like a like a garbage bag of sugar with your soda in me. Right. Yeah. I, it it me. Me so like, much better for you. I mean, you know, in, you know,
0: moderation, like everything else in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta put that tagline up oh or, and that's what like
1: <laughs> at the end of every sentence yeah.
0: i i love how you with your situation with the coffee being downstairs like i i'm as we've talked about before i'm you know currently house hunting and right. i have already figured out like so one of the things is <laughs> i want to get my own office in, in the house that we get and you i've know, already decided that like a hundred percent uh i will have the coffee pot (laughs) in my office like just that's not even a question
1: i've thought about i'll buy another
0: coffee pot but i'm the only one in my i'm the only one that
1: drinks coffee so it might as well just be in my office might as well yeah i've thought about that that's why i thought about the french press was like because you can that's more portable than like a regular coffee pot right okay for sure like like not that i've done this but
0: if i were to say feel the need to make my own coffee while camping or something like that. I would say yeah. take a French press because chances are you have a pot for boiling water anyway, and then a
1: French press, you don't need any electricity for. Right. And for me, um, I'll just be at home instead, not camping, because I don't <laughs> want to go camping.
0: Well, in That's... fact, my French press is actually R2-D2. It's an R2-D2 themed
1: French press. Oh, that, you know, I should get a, god damn, I should get a French press. I'm... It's fun. <laughs> I love it. We're, this is, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that our, the caffeine part has finally come in, into play in our podcast. Yeah, if anyone's
0: it's, doubted the caffeinated yeah. aspect of this podcast, no more. <laughs> I, 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 It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I
1: am drinking a lot of caffeine. And it's gotten There's to the Somebody point who's been listening since episode one has been like, finally, they get to <laughs> talking about coffee. <laughs> I knew it! Yeah. <laughs> they kept teasing us they were like next episode no
0: nah, we definitely i forget when but we definitely shape. did that a coffee smoking. rankings
1: we did oh we yeah we, we did yeah because that was like when you were drinking coffee i was not that was right maybe, that we was not. maybe pandemic i don't know because i wasn't was pre coffee
0: i was in akron which was pre-pandemic uh, Damn. that was yeah. it's sometime during the start of the podcast i i want to say that if i had to guess that's the first 10 episodes
1: yeah definitely and
0: we're on episode 44 believe it or Jesus. not
1: Yep. So uh, yeah.
0: Oh, God. I, if I if I, I saved any of these videos. Oh, to, oh, so anyway, anyway, Brandon, off the top of your dome, since I've been rambling, do you have any self uh, shaming unculturedness things that you do like that? Like how I
1: make tea out of my coffee pot? I'm trying to think of, like, something in line. That's a really good question. I'm trying to think of something, like, in line with that. Because, like, I have a few ideas. But something silly
0: that you're just like, ah, it's just, it's, it's,
1: is I'm it like, not willing to do that. I'd be ashamed. Okay, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Is it, like, I'd be ashamed if someone saw me do it? Or is it, like. Uh, yeah, that's a like someone, I mean, I'm
0: not ashamed. I just told everyone about it. Like
1: I'll give you a food one. And hopefully it'll, like. My brain churning to get something more in line with what you were talking about, but occasionally, um if I'm pressed for time aka on the weekend and I've already got my tickets to see a movie, and I'm like, I got plenty of time, and then it's like your showing starts in like five minutes. I'm like, oh fuck, I'd get breakfast from Mawa, so I'll get, you know, I'll get coffee obviously, and then I will usually get a Sizzly and a Hash Brown. I mean perfect breakfast right there. Put the hash brown in the sizzly and then just make it into that's that's what If it's a croissant, then I call it a French press. That's
0: that's not uncultured. That's a Philadelphia like legacy you just made right there.
1: (laughs) That's a good
0: point. I mean, you Uh, just took what is undoubtedly the greatest coffee (laughs) with the greatest breakfast sandwich and the greatest actually i lied the second greatest hash
1: browns
0: (laughs) that's Um, amazing yeah uh, zachary's that zach's ranking in life i don't like many things at this place but the best hash browns mcdonald's oh oh i don't know i mean i I mean you gotta understand it's it's obviously fried Within grease for days, yeah, right? Probably. It's like
1: it is, and like just, the just main ingredient, it's, it's, in it's salt. greased with potatoes. It's, right. like, a side of potatoes in there. Yeah, but they're damn good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Wawa Wawa hash so, browns has my is is the set is my set. they're perfect. Wawa hash browns are perfect.
1: So that's my ideal is like the the flat square mm-hmm. of a hash brown. Long, that's, in, that's what. That's that's
0: what. the McDonald's is the same style hash
1: brown. They're just crispier. That's why
0: I I I, I, oh, I got I, I love the fun. crunch.
1: The, mm. I was thinking a Burger King has the small discs. Oh fuck that! that. Like, uh, Dunkin' Donuts
0: has those too. Yeah. Fuck,
1: get that out of here! Yeah.
0: What am I five? What am I five? And I want four hash brown discs. <laughs> I'm like a, a clearly a... overweight grown man. Give me a fucking hash brown. Yeah. <laughs> Then you come to your store to be shamed by the food you're giving me.
1: <laughs> this is why you're bringing it up, because you, you're, you're we're going to see you on the news yelling this at, at a McDonald's. I'm a grown well, man! I'm yelling it at a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is yelling. treating me right, apparently. It's on my podcast. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it in the in, the, in the pre-game segment. Um I mean I have microwaved like so many things that would be so much easier. That's a good one. That's a good one. Like 'cause because yeah.
0: you you should almost never microwave. But yeah. like pizza, microwave pizza, that's that's like if you're that person,
1: <laughs> I we might end the podcast. Well, in that case, there has been times where I've been desperate. desperate, desperate times I, call for desperate measures. I'm I have to say something and I'm I don't think I can like actually look at you when I say this, but um, I have eaten i've made it a point to like eat pizza cold a lot of times but instead of reheating in any way
0: i see i respect that i respect yeah. that more because I've been there like i i i think cold i don't i don't like cold pizza like at all, but right. i I respect the person who says, I'd rather eat this pizza cold and go through the effort of using the oven or microwaving it.
1: Like, yes. Yeah.
0: Like microwaving it ruins it. It makes it like chewy. Like, like, like it does. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, all nasty. It becomes, like, like rubbery. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It's I would rather okay. eat it cold is my point.
1: I have, <laughs> I have one. Like your coffee example. Okay. I finally, finally realized what it could be. Let's go. Um, and, I, and this this might be like not my OCD, but like this will this will show me if it is actually an example or I'm just like I here. Uh, last week, I used the same pan for like four different meals in a row. What do you mean, like to cook? Like, I made eggs in the pan, mm-hmm. and then later on that day, I heated up some salmon, and could still kind of taste the seasoning from the eggs. And <laughs> then later on, I heated something up, and then the next morning, I made eggs, and could kind of taste salmon in my okay. eggs. Okay,
0: I I don't think that's I don't know. I guess that's pretty uncultured. <laughs> hey hey we've all been there, and now everyone knows that's all 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 of our audience knows that's all that matters all right so let's get back to video games let's bring it in let's bring it back in uh let's do so to give you guys a quick recap, even though we're like thirty minutes into this episode um <laughs> yeah. maybe i'll maybe i'll shift this part into the front somehow, but uh we'll do what have I been playing, which is our our typical every episode segment where we discuss the video games that Brandon and I have both been playing. Uh, we also don't always do news, but we have some heavy hitting news today, including acquisitions yeah. by both Microsoft and PlayStation. And then when it talks trailers, I mean, we have the Halo Paramount Plus series trailer. And uh, last but not least, I have some quick hitter news that I'm going to, to save on. Un- uh as a little little tease for brandon because it's specifically for him as well as everyone else who likes this show um the show being caffeine (laughs) co-op so what have i been playing i'm gonna jump right in i forget if i went first last time but i'm doing it um i gotta say so last episode we talked how i beat inscription and security breach and i realized i was like i'm at a point where now i need what is my big game i'm playing And so I restarted, and by restarted, I mean I I deleted my one-hour save file (laughs) because that's nothing for this game. And I started uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I am back in it. I'm actually playing the game, which is actually pretty interesting because, Brandon, yeah. today, to the date, is the 25th anniversary of the first game of the original Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, which is pretty funny. That's crazy. Because uh, I did not mean to do – like, I was just like, oh, uh, this game that I've heard is amazing that I've somehow not spoiled for the majority of it. Like, I'm going <laughs> to actually try and put the effort to play this. Right. Um. So I am four hours in, a little over four. I was playing before we recorded. Yeah. Um, Four hours in uh chapter 3 of like 18 something like that i will say first thoughts uh this is one of the most gorgeous games i've ever played graphically it's it's just Looks it's incredible. amazing the lighting yeah. the, the detail the art it's just it's really good it's a really good well designed game that uh the gameplay is pretty good it's different i'm still kind of getting used to it i like it but uh it, it is different so i'm trying to get used right. it's it's very interesting going from an action to a passive mode, similar to the original, like Final Fantasy 7. Right. But it's also not turn-based, which I like. Like a lot of people liked. It's just getting used to that different phase of happening because the buttons change. It's it's it's, it's neat. Uh, it's different. Yeah. Um, I will say, I want to pre, I want to, I want to say, I want to, uh, I want to preventively warn. <clears throat> Um I am a Final Fantasy VII fan. I I played and beat the original I think in the process of this yeah. podcast at one point very recently, I would say last year. Um yes. I you know, I've always loved Cloud as a character since Kingdom Hearts. I have my Cloud action figure actually right here. Valerie's got me a soda saying thank you, thank you <laughs> Valerie. Um so 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 for anyone keeping track that is four cups of coffee, a uh, energy drink, tea which was watered down Now, Diet (laughs) Coke. Anyway. Respect. Anyway. All that being said, all the, the Final Fantasy love I have. I do. I genuinely do. I'm hoping it gets better, but the start of this game has some of the worst dialogue that's ever been written in any media at all. Not video games, like anything. It's so, it's just the cringiest dialogue it's so funny know. and so here i gotta i gotta give me some examples i will yeah. because it's really funny for those who don't know the basis of final fantasy 7 the main summary is that you start off as this group avalanche and avalanche is a eco terrorist group trying to but in favor of defending or protecting the planet right yes right And the first mission, the very first mission, you as Cloud are a mercenary hired by Avalanche to help them blow up a reactor, to help help them blow up an energy plant that is draining the natural resources. So during the mission, it's great. Like, they're, they're bantering. I'm enjoying it. Like, you know, it's the classic Japanese JRPG banter uh cloud right. is cloud he's like i'm in. i'm in it for the money i don't care about your your mission and it's great like, i love it i love cloud i love how he sticks to his gun he's like i'm here for the money i'm here for the money right but on and on, and on. Yeah. so again the very first chapter first mission you blow up the reactor successfully with avalanche so i don't remember if this was in the original game but being that it's such a detailed remake the game has a lot of npcs and Hmm. as you walk away well escape from the reactor you just blew up a lot of the npcs are like panicking and it's 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 really emotional they're in a good way it's really emotional because they're like they're like the entire neighborhood is in flames right and they're like the NPCs are like so scared and they don't know what to do. And they're like, who could have done this? What is happening? Who's doing this? Right. Jesus. And it's really uh, emotional in a good, and this is good. This part's good. But then (laughs) the members of avalanche have the gall to be like, did we do that? And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, like it was literally like all four of them became,
1: uh, Oh, Steve Urkel. Yeah. Steve
0: Urkel. It was like yeah. all four members of Avalanche, all of them literally yeah. turned and pointed at the camera and did, did I do that? And they were like, <laughs> actually like, oh, we didn't know blowing up the reactor would cause this to happen. And I was just like, you you blew up a, a nuclear reactor. Like, what the fuck did you think was going like, right. to... What what, how is that the proper reaction? And then... <laughs> so so there's that right and yeah. jump jump forward a little bit there's this one mission where this guy this guy uh, again this is this is again i'm I'm time skipping here and there's right. this guy who knows the avalanche members gets caught by a uh, soldier by shinra the, the the police essentially and you yeah. and tifa cloud and tifa are like oh we gotta go get him because we don't want him to talk yeah and uh it's it's a really cool scene. It's really good, you know, you fight the soldiers and it's clear that you also don't like this guy that knows and you
1: right you you you
0: defeat the soldiers. I I'd say kill because you're using a giant freaking sword, but hey, who knows? <laughs> you defeat the soldiers and uh you're left with this guy and Cloud pulls out his sword and he's like and he li- he literally puts a hand on his sword and goes this guy's a talker and he pulls his sword out like he's about to execute this guy. And Tifa's like, cloud, no, you've changed. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, bitch, you've been helping me advertise. I'm a mercenary for the past (laughs) hour of gameplay. Like I'm a mercenary. Like, (laughs) how is that? your real? like, so, so anyway, anyway, I am being a little, little tongue in cheek here, but it's just like, there are these really good moments in this game and then just, really shit dialogue that i'm
1: like just very cringy yeah just what? very uh
0: and and i do also it's very it's very anime yeah 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 it's anime it's very cringy it's just cringy and like yeah i guess
1: that is kind of an anime thing now that you say that but um i think that's why i'm like um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very tolerant of um i'm like man yeah, it sounds like an episode of dragon ball <laughs> basically yeah
0: sure. and i i just like i said and it's not the voice cast like the cast is spectacular love everyone right. they have so far that I've met, yeah. and again, like the game is all like I'm, I'm telling you, like the use of NPCs in this game is outstanding. Like they right. react to cloud. The more missions you do, the more acquainted you are with them. But it's just like the there's these dumb key moments where I'm just like, this is the cringiest shit ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, that's amazing.
0: Um, but yeah, it is. It's kind of hilarious. Um, and that's really that's the. Really, I also also. Uh, a little a little more tongue-in-cheek action for this, but, uh, you know, this game took a while to make. Maybe maybe I don't have to play darts at the bar, or find <laughs> three missing cats in the training,
1: in the beginning levels. It's oh. <laughs> this is, this is like the GTA 4 syndrome, where it's like, <laughs> I don't want to go bowling with my dumb-ass friends in this game to make... I don't know a social connections. Like fucking come on, Rockstar. These now, are not fun games.
0: And I say that, but I also made sure that I won at darts and got the top person
1: on the board. <laughs> of course, of course,
0: because yeah. you did it. You made the game. that why you had to play it. Yeah. Uh, the... yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's been so so good. Again, again, I'm genuinely having a positive uh, experience so far. But I just the dialogue. Uh, at some point, I, I can't get over. I kind of like it. I i it fan. over as <laughs> a mercenary, and then being shocked he's gonna kill a guy. I, come on. It's yeah, it's how it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. The other thing I've been playing as I've got back into Halo Infinite. I'm at level seventy five right. on the uh, battle pass. Um, it's still Halo, and it's great. And nice. I was like actually it. playing it when the Halo trailer dropped, which was even better. I like Paul. I like I straight up. Hid my guy on the map and watched the trailer mid game, and I was like, "I was like, everyone should be doing the same thing right now. Like, yeah. if you play Halo, you should prioritize <laughs> you should this in series. Game, if
1: they play. have a the big screen, that'd be awesome. Yeah, like, yeah everyone just yeah, closes, like looks
0: having up. a yeah. in the middle of the game somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's
0: that's been the side game I guess that I've been playing, and then I also wanted to kind of shout out I, I've Gave Brandon this little little prequel tidbit a day or so ago, but I highly recommend he listens to Interstitial, a right. podcast that is a so so I wanted to talk about it on here real quick, just to give them a little little credit. It's a role-playing podcast or a you know, it's a D podcast. Let's call Space yeah. Spade here. They just don't call it D. Yeah. Um but it originated as like a Kingdom Hearts based podcast, is which is how I found it, which was only really in season one. So that's what like if I like Brandon, you should listen to season two forward. Um because essentially what they did was they stole the formula of Kingdom Hearts being that <laughs> it's worlds colliding, yeah, but they just expanded it to be literally all fandoms. So it's like huh. it's it's they're they're creating these stories mixing in like all sorts of fandoms like i'll say for the season three uh premiere uh you know the the artwork is on their podcast page right now so so i don't know all the characters but like the gm his main character is tails from sonic that's great tails yeah. is like the coordinator of the characters that are actually playing <laughs> and yeah. one of them brandon if you saw the picture there was a guy in a trench coat in the background yes that's yes. Raphael in a trench coat from the TH Ninja Turtles. That's fantastic. So one of the guys. Is I have no idea. Uh, another guy is playing someone from the lawyer game,
1: which is the one you pointed out to me. That's right. Yes. Um, Miles Edgeworth is, uh, yes. he, he's kind of like very, very pompous and kind of. <laughs>
0: yes, he is. Yeah. But uh, it's cool because it's like these people are playing the characters in this role play podcast. Like the way I know from listening to people that play D and D, like they truly become their character and they do the best of the job they can to be these characters. But while also jumping between worlds, for instance, this mix mash of characters I've talked about so far in the season three premiere, they go to John Wick's house. Like, like just the most <laughs> absurd scenarios possible. That's really fun. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. It's, it's just a really goofy, fun podcast. And I just really appreciate like it. it. So I think I think if you like or or have been looking for a lighthearted role play podcast that you might be interested in, I would say give that a try. Again, if you're not a Kingdom Hearts fan, just start with season two because season one is pretty Kingdom Hearts heavy. But season two, that's when they're like, yeah, you know what? We could just do all video games, and then it's like <laughs> oh all God. media at all, and it's great. That's it's great. Really cool. That's yeah. amazing.
1: I love that.
0: But yeah, and then so that's it for me. Yeah, you know, like I said, really Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm trying to. I'm really trying to grind on getting that game done, and it's just yeah. I I just I want to finish it so badly. Especially with it being the 25th anniversary, I'm guessing yeah. they announce part 2 this year at some point. I yeah. I, I think it would think be we absurd if they don't.
1: Um I think we get a trailer and then we get the game next summer. I I think that is the
0: a a good prediction. I I think an optimistic prediction would be that like We get a trailer within the next few months and it drops this fall, which isn't impossible considering they're probably using the same assets and all that. They just haven't announced anything. However, with it being Square Enix, that's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: Exactly.
0: So I I do agree. I think we're going to get the announcement trailer with the
1: 2023 window. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of as like the end of the trailer. Yeah, it's just like, hmm, I like it. Sure. yeah yeah uh, and like
0: cool. i said i'm excited uh, i'm it's a good game so far we'll say uh, i'll definitely really get posted yeah and then the missus i will say also she I'm is yeah. still in minecraft she actually started a new world she's been doing the one chunk challenge which if you don't know that's when you limit yourself to your starting chunk block in minecraft and you can only use the materials in that chunk and uh she's getting pretty far she keeps she keeps oh. Yeah, like you, you gotta like trick animals to coming into your chunk so you can use them, oh. and like finding like the, the materials that you have, and like it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, she's she's kicking ass with it, and uh, she she again the goal is to get to the end portal uh, by just using your chunk. So
1: nice. She's not there yet, but she's oh, getting okay. pretty close. Actually, yeah, you post it if she gets there. I'm excited. Yeah, I know almost negative things about minecraft side you to <laughs> well I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out before then have some context for it. um that's awesome i love that though uh so you so you're thinking all right final, final fantasy 7 remake is like full steam ahead on that full is steam. there anything you're thinking like next up or will, will you get to that when, i when, i when you get to
0: it i really want to keep playing on playstation uh i like that i i have a lot we've we we actually talked last episode about the backlog (laughs) issues right and i have a good amount just on playstation alone um and you know we're watching the witcher right now on netflix part of me really wants to finally play that i don't know i think i think so i'm not gonna worry about it until this billion hour game that i'm playing is over (laughs) but uh I think it's either going to be The Witcher 3 or I'm going to finally play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which oh, wow. I say finally, even though that one's newer than The Witcher 3. But like right. in reality, I'm more excited to play The Witcher 3 at this point, which I totally get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's not totally sure. Fair. And it might maybe it's neither. Like it. But yeah. right now, that is the. That's no, good. Yeah. yeah. So, Brandon.
1: Unless you have any more
0: questions, what have you been playing?
1: Nothing I can think of, but I can tell you what I've been playing. Um, Kind of carrying on from the last episode, I played a tiny bit more of Ghost of Tsushima. Haven't really had a chance to to sit down with it again. again. Just kind of have had a lot of stuff going on. Um, Besides that, I do have an Animal Crossing update because I think I, I left it off on a cliffhanger. Last time that like KK Slider, he was coming to my island. That's and he was right, you did perform a concert. Um, and it was amazing. It's so cute and just adorable. Like he comes to the plaza, all the villagers just hang out there. He he gives like a, a little monologue about like coming to the island, like how much he likes it, and how much yeah, it's all really peaceful. And he he talks, and then like he goes on for like a like he he kind of rambles on a little bit, like he's talking about how like. Uh, you know he, all this stuff and he's like it's so beautiful here you, he, you gotta appreciate the people around you uh, and like they're they're so kind to you and all these people are just doing their best and he's like uh i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just rambling at this point point." and then it's like it's so cute it's just like it's so cute because you, you you get such an impression of of the character from that from just how he talks and like his mom how he's he's just like I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just uh you know, just talking out loud here. So that's actually like, how he very, reacted?
0: Like Yeah, he he. I thought like, that he, was he, you just he, being in the like, text lib kinda.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Um like in the text he he has this big monologue and then he's like, I don't wanna I and he like KK Slider himself, he like he says like, I don't know what I'm talking about here. I'm just rambling at this point. And like yeah, he he comes off as just like a folksy kind of just like like laid back and kind of, like a acoustic guitar kind of player. And um, it's so good. Cause then it's one of my favorite things. It's like, yeah, before KK Slider was coming, like even Tom Nook was like freaking out. So it really gives an impression of like how big of a deal it is. So then when he finally starts playing his song, he's like, this one goes out to all you cool cats uh, out here on this Island. And then he, he just starts playing What's amazing is that, like, it takes place at night. There's a little campfire there, and he, he's playing guitar, and all the villagers are there. As the song is going, uh, the credits start to roll for the game. So you technically beat... So I technically beat the campaign, I guess, to oh. Animal Crossing. But yeah. it's, a, it's a nice way that, like, like this game goes on for so long, right. and you keep playing it for so long. Th- this is a good way of being like, all right, you kind of did, like... You did ostensibly, thing. yeah. Like, you, you kind of did what you had to. Like, this is like right. the big missions that were kind of leading up to then. You did it, and it's it was really, it was like really satisfying and really wholesome and just like very cute to just them be like, Thanks for flying Like, that was a fun time, wasn't it? It just hit and, and just focusing. It sounds very Animal Crossing, like, oh, yeah. it's the best. It was like. Focusing like on the credits and then seeing yeah, like uh just seeing KK just playing and stuff. It's just like a very heartwarming thing to see and it's just like the best way you can end I guess end in quotation marks for that game. I think that's the best way to put it, is that like you kinda get an ending because after after the show, if you then go talk to Tom Nook, who's like up to that point, he's kinda been giving you he calls it advice, but it's kinda like missions. That he's kind of like, hey, can you uh can you figure out like where should we put, where, where we should put this bridge or like where should we put these houses for these people? It's actually really wonderful. Like when you go and talk to him, you ask him, "What should I do?" Like that's that that's, that, that's kind of like the question that you can select um throughout the game up to that point. So right. then when you ask him, "What should I do?" He takes a second and he's like, "Hmm, well." I actually don't really have any advice. And He's like, "Well, what I can say is that do what makes you happy and live your best life." Wow. And that's like kind of what Animal Crossing that's that's basically like what they just that that's like that's like the post game kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you know, just have fun on your island. And it's it was like really cute that like that's a that is such a, a nice thing to like send your audience out on uh, as in, 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 like d- d- just having that impression of just like, yeah, I will just like, it, it, it's also good life advice. Yeah. Just like have fun and like live your life to, to the fullest of like what, what, right. whatever you want to do. And I'm like, I have Tomnook, Tom Nook. Thank you. <laughs> like also in real life. That's a good, that's good advice. That's um, pretty awesome. Yeah. It was just like, damn, that's really cute. I was just like, so, so like, Actually, emotional about this game that like, because it's just like such a nice thing to just like have this like, almost like a micro story, in in the game of just like all right, and, and that's it. You completed your your little story arc, like your little character arc. You came here onto an uninhabited island and made it for like all these people that have come enjoy this concert, and, and it's like a it's just like a really cool feeling. It's like yeah, I did do that. Like it, it feels really nice, especially in the winter because there's just it's so cold and dreary, and even though it is snowy in the game, it still looks pretty. So it's like a nice feeling of like, yeah, I did do all this. Um, I think saying all that, this is not like any way to disparage the game or like make me like no criticisms. I think I'm not that I want to take a break, but I do think I'm going to take like a little bit of time away because I put like 75 hours in span of like a month and i think that's a lot <laughs> to I, for me actually i was yeah. actually gonna ask so you beat you you know quote
0: unquote beat the game how long did it take because i remember we were at a pretty high hour point in the last episode so 75 was yeah. the like, give or take number that's pretty much yeah so and that's what like i i was going to again you're, you're just saying all these things i were thinking which was yeah that's a lot for you like you like you again you like those Absolutely. you hitters those those yeah. like, those like you those pop them games every where it's each, like a oh, two-hour indie with... two-hour indie yeah right? it's like the fact yeah. that you committed in the past four month. weeks i guess you know yeah. we podcast yeah. every other
1: week so in the past month you've put 75 hours into this one game is pretty phenomenal yeah. it like I took over my life in a way that doesn't happen with games that often yeah. um yeah I love when it does because it's such a good feeling of like this. That's kind of why I play games is I want something to just swallow me whole and just like, dev- and I just devour it for like a period of time. It, ha- it happens with my favorite games like Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey. Just uh, those games that I just I absolutely love. I'm just like I will just go into this like swamp of a game and just hang out there for like weeks on end, and it's it's great and, and it's no it's no bad thing that I'm just like. I do want some time off from it because I felt like at a certain point I was like, man, I am like it it was definitely like I need some time off to kind of come back and recharge and kind of figure out like, "Okay, what do I want to do with my event next? Because that's kind of what Tom Nook said, like, all right, you figure out what you want to do. And it's kind of tough because it's like, damn, I kind of did everything that I was in front of me in the first place. But now I got to figure out, like, all right, how do I want to change everything in my and make it? more than me and especially the seasons like they do they do for the most part they do like an event every maybe like two or three months or so like they do like a holiday thing like they did like a christmas thing and they might do a valentine's day thing but i'm guessing probably do easter and they call it bunny day um (laughs) that's cute it's cute but like yeah it'd be nice to pop in in the spring because then hopefully all all the snow will, will be melted in the game it'll be like Look like a different island too. Right. So it's it's definitely one that I'm like I have to pace myself because I'm like, all right, I got to take <laughs> a little bit of time away from this. It's it's like I like um, almost speed run that en- entire game. Um, well, and I have to figure out like, all right, what's next? Yeah,
0: and that's what like I, I feel I don't play games like that too often, like you. But I know again, the misses is is a prime example here that does like those kinds of games, and I know for her it's the same thing. It's it's you play a lot of it. You, you, pretty much, I think what it is, is you get a goal and you play until you get that goal, and then you're like, okay, yeah. well, maybe I'm gonna go do a different game with a different goal, and then I'll come back to this one with a new goal. Like it just, it, it makes total sense that that's like your reaction to uh, <laughs> to playing seventy five hours in one game. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not lot. that you're yeah. done with the game. You just need a, you need a little time, you need a little break. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's so not that, you, yeah. it's me. <laughs> It really is just like this feeling of like, um, like this is awesome, but I need to come back to it so I don't get burned out at this right. point. It's like definitely like I'm, I will check out other things and it makes me excited about other games now because I'm like, damn, that was a nice way to like let myself just get sucked into a game. And it's something I've been trying to remember, um, in the past few months and especially for this year. And it's like not. Like not not like a, re- a resolution, but something I've been trying to get better at is to let myself be pulled into, uh, pulled into things, and yeah. to to clarify that I mean like being pulled. Like I will have times where I'll be like, I haven't really been watching movies lately, or like I haven't really been doing this or that lately, and I want to f- f- feel better about being. Pulled into, like, oh, I'm going to read comics all this week, and that's it. Or, like, I want to be pulled into, I'm going to play video games and just do that (laughs) for the whole weekend and not think about, I got to catch up on comics and stuff like that. But it's like, it's one of those things that I kind of, especially in New Year, I'm excited to whatever games that I'm thinking about, I'm just able to let myself be pulled into them naturally instead of being like, all right, this one, this one, this one, I got to knock them out. I got to be like, all right, which ones do I want to play? Um, that's all to say that probably my next game is going to be Wii Sports uh, again uh, because, I out, because I dug out because I was doing some reorganizing and found my Wii and I was like well I can feel my bones, it is hit again it is Wii Sports season because it is super cold outside <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to hang out in here play Wii Sports get insanely ripped because of <laughs> of the boxing and the tennis and that's that's it yeah i'm gonna play a uh like I don't a 14 year old game <laughs> like probably play it more than games coming out in 2022 that's, that's mean, the thing Yeah.
0: there are very few games with the legacy like wii sports like it's very say you
1: yeah like it's kind of crazy yeah i we also yeah. don't have a switch sports too like there was no pack-in for the switch like that
0: yeah. how is that now how How have they not just re-released wii sports on the switch at this point it's insane like it doesn't make sense yeah it was the greatest game you had on a system included with that system like just
1: yeah. sell it and i'll buy it <laughs> like i will yeah <laughs> full price i'll buy that shit. and, and yeah. it's not
0: like the switch doesn't have motion controls like right. they do i don't, I don't, I don't
1: Great. It, doesn't great great it doesn't make sense. It's just, sense. it's, it's, it's some of those things where I just like, um, actually this is a quick question I could, as yeah, I can answer it, but like ask you, but, um, so for me, Wii Sports is especially a, a winter time game. Cause it's like, you know, you can't go outside. So you, so you like, put, just <laughs> kind of hang out here. Is there a particular game for you in the winter that you think of, or was mm. like a, a winter time game with, with like you and your siblings or anything? Um, you know, I feel like for me,
0: video game shooter season would have been the winner. Like, I I really probably put my most hours, ironically, while I was in school kind of a thing. Like, especially, like, (laughs) high school time. Like, like I definitely think Xbox 360, Xbox Live shooter season was during the winter during a school year. Right. Um, Yeah. Like, there's just no, there's... Because, look, I love video games enough that I've been doing a 44-episode-long podcast about them. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, I love being outside. Absolutely (laughs) love being outside. So when the summer comes, I I try going outside as much as humanly possible. I'd live at a beach if that was possible. (laughs) I, (laughs) I love being outside. So to me... Winter just is video game season. You know what I mean? Like, I like as, a, as yeah. a whole. That's a great way to put it. But I would definitely say shooters more than not. Because, like, if something came out in the summer that was like, 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 so, like, stupid, like, if a Kingdom Hearts game came out in July, I'm yeah. going to play that game. You know, like, yeah. that, that game is going to suck me in in July. But, like, Call of Duty, I never made the effort to go and get at a certain time or play at a, like, right. that just was christmas time you know that just like like actually if i were to be honest call of duty is that specific not even just shooters but call of duty because i never bought call of duty i always got it for christmas like halo i'd buy i I would go out of my way to get halo but i would want to play call of duty but i was a christmas noob. i would never buy it myself and uh so yeah i'll just stick with that for sure
1: that's a great answer i like that yeah i I, think it works too
0: that's a great question that i never even like
1: pondered that uh, again, it, be,
0: it's like it, it's, it totally is a thing for sure.
1: It's definitely one that like I think w- w- winter is a weird one because it's yeah, it's just like there. It's so w- so. I will say also for winter is especially funny enough. Um, it's also a shooter. It was uh, for me, and my brothers. So the reason why we sports especially is a winter time game is that like the we the year we got the our we it was maybe like. I maybe mean, like 2010, like maybe like the the Christmas 2010. um, We got that. And then that Christmas break, um, I think my brother Ryan was home from college and like all the brothers were kind of just like around the house. So we just kind of played Wii Sports that entire like like the rest of December, all of January probably like way into February and all, all that kind of stuff. Cause it's just like, it's so addicting. It's so much fun mm-hmm. and just like such a, like such a fun, like such a fun game. So I really think of that as um, a wintertime game, but a, a, another wintertime game that kind of happened because of the same circumstances was actually call of duty black ops. The, the zombie mode. That I was, was like just about,
0: I was waiting to say that you black yeah. Ops zombie mode. A hundred like we said a hundred hundred percent is like the quote for this episode, Love I think. Hundred percent yeah. Black Ops zombie mode is just <laughs> absolutely winter time brother God game. Dear. Yeah.
1: Yep. Just it, it really yeah, it really is. It really is just like this this great feeling of like, all right, we're gonna hang out and we're gonna play zombie. It's gonna be really tense, but it's gonna be really fun the whole time. Um I wish there was an easier way <laughs> to play it, uh online co op, because I would do that. We, we we should we if we could do that I would do that every day did, yeah. did they re-release Black Ops on computer? I've never looked into that. Like on PC? Yeah. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm going to check. We're uh, going to do not, cause a
0: because we talked the last episode how the Steam library is there to buy nostalgic games and never play them again. That uh, absolutely yeah. would be one of those games. Yeah. Uh but at the same time, like the uh, we i mean we just said it the thing that made black ops zombies the best was playing it with others and i'm talking about getting it for myself to not play with people because no one else (laughs) i know has it for computer at all or pc like i would just I, i mean i guess multiplayer on my computer if if i had someone we could crouch around my monitor together
1: so i it was released on pc like my, Microsoft Windows, um, OS X. I also forget huh. who made Black Ops. Was
0: that Activision?
1: It was. So and that funny would enough, be... now it's on a Microsoft platform. So wait, wait, what uh, was it on? What like? So I mean, um, it, it is on Microsoft Windows. Funny enough, like on the Xbox app, I wonder. Huh? It might
0: be. Yeah. I I might look into that. We'll see. We'll see we'll, be, if yeah. Zach makes we, some we, stupid we can decisions. that or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would, be, that would um, be a good stream game. Yeah.
0: You know what? I Brandon, unless you have anything else to add, I feel like this is a good transition.
1: Uh no. I'm good cuz uh yeah, we're going to transition into um Oh god, I just had a crisis. I was looking at the um the Steam page for Call of Duty Black Ops and it was asking me for uh it was like, are you over eighteen? And it was like, and your birthday. And I did what everyone does, it where it already pre pre fills out the first of January. So I'm like, I'm just gonna yeah. change the year. Yep. Um, and I time. was like, oh, I don't have to go back to like that far. I and I was like, I stopped at like 2001, and I was like, holy shit. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, they are kids. Yeah, like people born then can look at <laughs> can look at it and. All right. Uh, interesting. Con- it is on Steam. Okay. Can yep, yep,
0: confirm it is on Steam. Putting black ops in my wish list right now. It's actually 50% off it's right just, now. God damn
1: it. <laughs> Offer ends February
0: 3rd. Okay. All right. So I have some time to not do this live on the podcast.
1: So All my wife is yeah.
0: watching me from across the room.
1: <laughs> I have some time to uh to send you a send you a Steam gift. Uh, <laughs> so we can play this at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um what oh, would well, be interesting should, here.
0: Yeah. Sorry. What would be interesting is the Call of Duty franchise bundle, which I'm looking at, has Call of Duty like the original. And like maybe I don't get this but I have never played. Call of Duty, I, I, my sorry, I'm rambling. My first game was definitely Modern Warfare, which was Call of Duty Four. I've never played the first three, which I'm sure aren't like terrific games, but like yeah, I'd be interested in playing those I, at some point in my lifetime. Maybe I don't know. Probably I played not.
1: two at some point on the, the Xbox 360 because it was like I think it was like kind of cheap by that point because like three was already out. Um, two is actually really good because it was like a cool like. World War Two story. Um, three is felt weird. That's the best way I can put it. Is like some of the controls just felt different, so it was like a weird version of that. Um, I'd be curious what you think. It's definitely like God, there are so many Call of Duty games. There's I'm just I'm, I'm looking at that bundle, and they're all and on Steam. <laughs> and it's <laughs> that bundle is a lot though. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, like I said, all right. So let's yep. use this perfect perfect segue uh yes. we're gonna go into acquisitions because folks the well brandon you said it before what was it the day after we recorded the last yes. episode microsoft so in the pre-show yeah <laughs> bought activision and blizzard like it was literally the it was it was i mean uh, i listen to movie podcasts that like talk about this kind of thing all the time where it's like oh yeah the trailer came out the day after it's like yeah that doesn't really happen with us but like yeah. the day after the, our last yes. podcast,
1: <laughs> the biggest, biggest act- news in gaming history in a oh decade. Yeah,
0: I I'm shocked. I, um, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of feelings. I feel my I have a lot of emotions for this. Um, I, I think my first honest emotion is good because Activision and Blizzard kind of suck right now. And I would trust Microsoft to whip that company into shape. (laughs) Um, It could also be kind of poor because, you know, you never know what's going to happen with those. Like when it comes to jobs, you know, like, are they going to slim the fat kind of a thing because of that? Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, I feel like if you're going to fire people, you have to fire the people who were in charge of a bunch of those issues. So it could be a good thing. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot of of... Yeah. It's it's and and two weeks later, right? And we're still sitting here
1: like, you, we still don't really know what's going to happen. Right. Um, the, still very uh, up up in the air. And then Sony was just like, "Let's add to that."
0: <laughs> so today, we'll
1: yeah. yeah, today,
0: yeah. PlayStation buys reporting. Bungie. Yeah. Which which don't get me wrong, this acquisition is nowhere near as big as Microsoft buying Activision and Blizzard, right. but it, it is. Definitely a statement that PlayStation buys the company that put Microsoft on the map, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Like the Halo, the Halo maker. They are. They, they made, literally the made Halo. Halo.
0: Like that yeah. is that is their which, game. Which, which save now, Xbox. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like it doesn't matter. Like, again, I, I think PlayStation has a very large um, exclusive library. I think it's constantly growing. I think they're doing a great job of that uh i you know i i've become a playstation fanboy as is and i but i have all like the respect in the world for microsoft and they're doing their thing and they're trying and they're doing a good job this this purchase of activision is insane for xbox and microsoft and for pc gaming um but it is like just straight up a statement that playstation buys the company that put xbox on the map
1: yes it's definitely um it's weird. It's definitely been a weird case of since last year, which is crazy to say when Microsoft bought Bethesda and that was only for like $8 billion. Um And I, I still have to stop myself from saying only $8 billion yeah. with a B. Um, because like it, it's kind of crazy we have that and I felt like that was a seismic shift in the gaming industry. And then we have this, which is basically like a tidal wave that just happened in the in the video game industry with to clarify the Activision acquisition. Yeah.
0: So I do wanna so so let's go back and focus on that. I to be yes. honest, I don't really have too much to say about the PlayStation one. Like I said, it's a statement. Yeah. Um it's it's kinda cool. I don't I don't see I Destiny becoming an yeah. exclusive, um, but it might. I see I think it's more likely that they give Bungie the money to make an exclusive for playstation they're gonna be like look we know you can do this do it um i don't really have much else to say about that i do want to talk more about activision so brandon i don't know if you want to
1: throw in some playstation thoughts here because again this is today yeah it is big and i I do want to like give the attention i will say so i think it's big in terms of a few things um especially because of buying bungie and with it destiny um which is slowly becoming bigger and bigger over time but big thing. a uh, big thing i did read what is the fact that not only is sony getting bungie as a game developer they're getting like bungie and any other projects they'll be doing um as games as well but also destiny as a potential movie or tv franchise which is kind of there's been some rumblings of that and which is which makes sense with the PlayStation Really smart studios they've been using. Yes. Yeah. That's all I was saying. It was like, they'll, they'll they, like, because for them, it'll just be like, all right, we'll have the the new Destiny game on our PS5, and then you can go see the movie, and we'll advertise all of our, <laughs> our stuff before that movie. And then it's all in the same ecosystem where you just have all of that together. And it's, um, not, to not get into it too much, it is so in, Turning out of phrases. It is both exciting and worrying <laughs> at the same time. So, I do not like big corporate acquisitions, even though it is happening all the time. Uh, it's just how things are. And because it can go either way, it is such a big seismic shift for both companies. The thing I do want to say is that I think importantly, I have seen rumblings of this is not the only acquisition that Sony is going after um, that. They are definitely going after more possibly bigger developers at this point. And it's going to be interesting to see who that is. And cause like the sentiment I've always seen is that like companies are always talking. They're always saying like, Hey, like, like, you know, like, meetings and kind of like hey like how much would they be to buy how much would we be to sell like all that kind of stuff that's always happening so it's definitely but i think there is some fire being set un- underneath both microsoft and sony i'm keeping nintendo out of it because nintendo is classic like i i imagine nintendo is just looking on as they're driving by and be like huh that's weird and they just drop keep driving off um yeah. they're just doing I, their own thing like they're I mean,
0: they, they've they've had their exclusives like the entire time like they yeah. already have their they don't need more they already have an established exclusive fan base which good for that uh, I, you know funny enough like you said like and and I'm curious what specific rumblings you've heard um I think one of the most obvious ones that keeps coming back is you know is someone gonna buy Sega and uh, right. right I I mean right. I think so. it's pretty obvious they don't want to sell. Yeah, Um, I or I think that's publicly how I've viewed their their kind of good point. Um, Yeah. But I think everyone's always going to talk about them because of them being such a big company. However, if 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 I were to put my money on it, I would say that it's most likely Nintendo would get Sega over anyone else, because I feel like they've always had a partnership.
1: I could honestly. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. I think they're they they seem like they have a better relationship now, especially Mm -hmm. because I feel like they like. It is so weird to say, too, like, Nintendo buying Sega. If you said that back in right. the 90s, that would have been unheard of. But, like, the amount of times, like, Sonic has appeared on Nintendo consoles, which is crazy. It makes sense on this at this point. Like, they'd be losing money if they didn't do it. Because it'd just be, all right, let's just scuba them in and you know, just have them a part of the Nintendo family.
0: I would actually be even been willing to bet. And this is my last thing. And then back to you with what you've seen and heard. But I would even be willing to bet they're not... If, if, big if, this isn't even a real thing, right? (laughs) But if this was to happen, I don't even think Nintendo would buy Sega so much as just come to a mutual contract where it's an exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, where they're not owned by Nintendo, but they're only making Nintendo games still. Like, I I guess that
1: being a thing. Like a second party. Yeah, kind of like, um, I like that. That's a good way. I 100% see that. Um, But uh, back to... So I do think with um yes yeah, so, so, some rumblings and the best way i could say is that like uh the way i think of it is that um if sony is buying bungie my take is that they're buying them because they need a good first person shooter something they they need something that is because like microsoft like xbox for the longest time i think has been kind of tied to this idea of, like, shooters and, like, Call of Duty, and, like, that kind of, that's kind of what instantly comes to mind. Even their controller is kind of more built for, like, a shooting game. Mm -hmm. So I do think with Sony buying this is kind of like, all right, we're gonna get a good shooter. Then I think and they and I've heard rumblings of the other side of this that Microsoft's been looking at them. I could see Sony just buying a few Japanese developers. Like, um, Notably, I would say Square, I think, is, like, could very much happen soon. Um, they just scoop them in. Wow. Uh, Konami, I think they could just... Konami, I totally see. That one, like, that, that one already like, makes sense, because, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, Square even really like,
0: makes sense. They used to... That, that That's another, like, they used to have a partnership, like I was just yeah, describing. Right. Like, yeah. in the 90s, that's what... You know, all the Square Soft... Not Square Enix, that was back to Square Soft. Square Soft games were PS1 games, you know? Like, right. it, so, I totally see that. I I guess a part of me doesn't want that to happen, because I like Square Enix as a company, like, yeah. as, as much grief as I give them. I like how big they've become, and that they put so much effort into being a multi-platform game. Like, the fact that Final Fantasy VII Remake did just come out on, play, on, on PC, it's not, it just came right. out on Steam, how, you know for the first time ever kingdom hearts is on xbox like it's i like that but i
1: yeah. i uh, i absolutely agree it would it's not tough. shock me in yeah. the slightest
0: if playstation
1: bought them so that's what i'm i'm kind of thinking is that like they're kind of look, and i think it works two ways and this is the the petty part of my brain is working where it would be like for them they would be like all right microsoft has the big american developers we're just gonna scoop up all the it like, makes sense european and like yeah Japanese developers, because I think, like, and I'm thinking too, I'm thinking more is that, like, you get Square, you get Konami, you get Capcom. That's what I'm thinking is probably next. Like, Capcom, I feel like, is in that place where they're doing good with Resident Evil. They have a lot of IPs. Sony wants to make more movies of their IPs. Yeah. I think they're just going to scoop them up and be like, that that would be a smart get. Because then you have, yeah, you have like Resident Evil games. (laughs) And then Resident Evil movies. You have you know, Street Fighter games. Maybe they'll make a Street Fighter movie. You have all the, and I feel like that's like the new version of these companies we're going to we're going to see going forward. Especially Sony, I think, is spearheading that idea of, I hate the word synergy, but like the the, the idea of synergy between games and movies of how much those are such big markets, and especially. Um, Especially now, like I feel like I don't know if they have a streaming service, but I feel like they could eventually partner with a streaming service because then it would be like in the whole ecosystem of here's our movies and our games all in one place.
0: I, I gotta tell you, I've been saying this. I, 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 I feel like I've said this on the podcast. I've been taught, I've said this to Nick, my brother, multiple times. I don't know when it'll happen, but I. Am of the majority that totally believes that Disney will try to buy, if not Sony PlayStation, like like Disney doesn't have Damn, a game development. We definitely talked about this because I've talked about Square Enix being their guy and like they yeah. they they Disney doesn't have a game development. They've been outsourcing, and Disney doesn't That's... like to outsource. Right. So I I think a hundred a hundred billion jillion percent. I mean, you, you talk about you, yeah. you, you. You were talking about how companies are constantly like, "Oh, how much would it be to buy?" And so yeah. you know, the mouse is constantly oh. at Sony, like, "Hey, what do you think it's?" Yeah,
1: looking over the fence. What being like, oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah what's just like that?
0: like it, uh, what's So, oh, what's his name? Oh my God, from. From Home, uh, improvement? Home Improvement, the guy, the, yeah, the he's fence guy. Over? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. like Disney's constantly yeah. thinking about Sony. And I just, yeah. whether or not they actually, well, I guess it would be silly to buy PlayStation and not Sony. Like, that's what I think Disney will eventually get Sony, which will then lead to them owning PlayStation, um, which would be insane market grab of that. Like, it's, yeah. I, I, I. Yeah, that's a, I'm definitely of that mindset. And then then you just uh, it's it's so bizarre talking about all these IPs though being on nice. one like yeah. being to the like Microsoft. All right, so any uh, we can come back to the PlayStation stuff at any point cuz that's yeah, us. Yeah. But to but to Microsoft go back is, to Microsoft, big. the yeah. big <laughs> the biggest acquisition ever basically, which Brandon has some numbers he wants to throw at us. Yes. Um uh, but, but before that like Microsoft buying Activision. I mean, we've we've talked about Call of Duty several times on this episode, let alone this podcast, and they've already said Call of Duty won't become an Xbox exclusive. But the idea that it could be, like, that's insane. That's it the is... number one shooter of all time. I period. Can see it happening. Yeah, and and you're telling me it could at the flip of a switch. Just all right now, it's Xbox only. Like. I, I have, I have, I want to say four or five close friends that are hardcore Call of Duty Warzone players. One of them is on Xbox one. Wow. The other three to four are all PlayStation users. Like Damn. that's, that's, and, and the funny thing is their main games, those guys, those those are friends that their main games are Call of Duty and sports games, so even though they right. don't like Xbox, if you're gonna tell me Call of Duty is only on Xbox, I, I I could see them making that switch.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, like they'll go where, where Call of Duty is. Like I don't think it's a, and I think that's what Xbox is is kind of bending on. Like because people like, I mean, this to me is like the same franchises. thing yeah. as AT and T having
0: iphone as an yes. exclusive like yeah. do you remember that like when the iphone came out it's crazy and only yeah. at&t had it and you had to have eight AT- i had a we we had a kid in our high school who i'll leave unnamed but there was a kid in our high school um who he specifically got a second phone line with at&t just so he could have an iphone like <sighs> like people will do that kind of thing and like, I forgot about that, yeah. Like, like the, the like,
1: Build I, like... go' not message me who, who it is after. <laughs> I, I
0: can't even, the idea that Call of Duty could be an exclusive, even they've, again, they've said that it won't be, but, I mean, look, you have Call of Duty coming out every year right now, well, not, yep. now, now you don't, because of Warzone, but, uh, I mean, give it, give it Next Generation, I could see Next Generation, that's when they're like here's the last call of duty coming to playstation or, or right. like or like yes. the ps5 has the last call of duty that is ever on yeah. playstation
1: like i could see right. that um i could i could definitely see because I, I know they talk about this where like there are certain deals that are just kind of that are just so far along that a certain point that they like it would be more work to get those undone right. than just be like all right fine like, like you can have 2022's Call of Duty, like, I imagine probably 2022's Call of Duty will still come out on PlayStation, right? because that's, like, it's so far along, and it's probably, like, nah, yeah, if I can, like, we'll, we'll take that hit now, so that we can have the Call of Duty franchise, even if it's, like, 2024 is that's when they, what,
0: That's what I'm saying, yeah. like, I, it would not surprise me if, like, so much, well, and again, with Activision, so many of their games are, like, that. that is a credit to Activision, is they have so many games in the pipeline that they just they they announce and release in a year you know what i mean right so yeah. like yeah. It, it, if they already have four call of duties in the works my guess is all four of those are going to be multi-platform yeah but then that fifth one that's going to be the xbox
1: that's the one yeah so that's the, like
0: that's the kicker so
1: especially um i want to mention a quote from phil spencer who is now um, I have to check what his actual title is because he he was the head of Xbox. Now he's like the head of Microsoft Gaming, mm-hmm. which is not a huge um, distinction, but it is like mm-hmm. I think enough to kind of make it like all right, there is so, there's something going on there. Um, all right, he's the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Okay. So I don't really know what that, like formerly X it was like head of Xbox.
0: The yeah. way I would look at that as is that remember they're very clearly trying to get xbox people and pc people to be one brand yep. and so that's what that that's that screams to, to me it. that he is trying to unite right. those fronts
1: yeah um continue. And so to continue to, to no you're, you're good uh to paraphrase his quote um he basically said that like we're not trying to tear down any communities that were made um you know with sony and like you know and activision stuff which is like it's really cool it's, it's nice to hear that Um, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but the, basically the gist of that I got was we're not trying to tear down any of those communities, but (laughs) we're not building any new ones at PlayStation. That's the impression I've gotten is that like, yeah, cool. Like we're not going to like shut down servers or anything like that, but we're letting you know now you should probably make some plans coming up. But (laughs) like you will have to think about
0: it. I'd be willing to bet it's next gen, which is insane to think about considering ha- people can't even get this gen. But I would be yeah, willing to oh, bet that's tough. they yeah. launched the next Xbox in five plus years with a Call of Duty exclusive.
1: That's... And they, they even talked about how the Xbox Series X and the S uh, Series S was like... They they talked about... Oh, I gotta find the quote now because it's gonna kill me. But the way, the way they phrased it was like, this is like the new naming convention of the Xboxes. And the way I took that is like, we're kind of done with generations. We're just going to have like slight up cycles. We're like, we're going to have the Xbox series X pro. I don't know what right. actual, maybe they're going to give it, but I think it's going to be like, all right, here's the next <laughs> Xbox. And like, uh, and I know uh, I shouldn't be doing this. That's no, no, no. About. I was
0: just going to say, you know, it's Xbox. Yeah. No one
1: knows what the next name is going to be. Yeah, I, yeah it's all it's all a mess it's definitely like i imagine the best way to put it is that like if the xbox one to the xbox series x was a full step um the xbox series x to the xbox series pro i'm putting that in quotation marks right. would be like a half step it would be like all right we're kind of there but like that's kind of them letting you know hey uh xbox one is you know (laughs) probably not going to play these games pretty soon yeah
0: but but they they have made it kind of clear that that is what they're going for with like i mean now most if not all modern or current games releasing when they come out they don't say xbox one or xbox series they just say xbox like that's a great idea is that everything right it's just it's just a matter of the quality you're going to get out of the game not if it's playable right so I'm I'm very yeah I I mean that makes sense to me I'm, I'm you know there's nothing we can do but you know anticipate and and kind of theorize on uh, like you know it's funny like stupid but the first thing my wife and I talked about when we we saw this news is yeah the Spyro Spyro uh what is it not company the brand Spyro's yeah. brand is owned. By has the rights are owned by activision so theoretically a game that was once a playstation exclusive they could release new games of as an xbox exclusive like that's crazy but that's yeah. crazy um it is
1: wild you i, I me even kind of even crazier yeah and i i saw a tweet that made me laugh endlessly um xbox now owns crash yeah, crash yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
0: Crash and, spot, and then it is like
1: they Activision it may, like
0: cartoon titles, so to speak.
1: And the tweet I saw made me laugh so hard, and I wish I could find it on spot, but it was like the way they they had it was like in Stars, it was like Xbox buys uh, Activision, effectively getting Crash, and then Sony just like sees red, <laughs> I'm like we're gonna fucking buy Halo, then <laughs> we're gonna buy the Halo makers, you assholes. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, yeah.
0: It was definitely I mean that was the ah. Uh, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I I mean the amount of titles that Activision I mean uh, fricking Overwatch, right? You got Overwatch. Yes. I, so that's I mean a big that thing. I mean Overwatch two, which will never get released at this yeah. point. I mean I, that's that's worse than K Kingdom Hearts three, I think. <laughs> um yeah. which which actually I <laughs> know this isn't the first time it's like Kingdom Hearts this episode, but yeah, <laughs> believe it or not the three-year anniversary of Kingdom Hearts three releasing was this past week. Oof. Isn't that weird?
1: That feels bad. Somehow. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like how that feels. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, part of me just died. Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, so back to back to
1: this. I know was- you brought up. Um, yes, the uh, like Arach, which which is one of the um, like Bl- Blizzard, Blizzard franchise. I'm trying to find a good list of... And then World of Warcraft, right? That's Blizzard? Yes, yes. World of Warcraft. So, and Which, and I mean, I can... that's PC
0: only, I think, right? So nothing yeah. really changing there. But just the idea that...
1: <laughs> I do think. I don't know,
0: yes. man! It's a it's... lot!
1: <laughs> it's crazy. It's It really is, like... Again, I'm not trying to get on this, like... Not conspiracy, but, like, I'm not trying to, like, say this is definitely happening. But if you were thinking about it, if you're Microsoft... You get these properties, and then you're also thinking like, "Hey, yeah, you know, we could sweeten the deal, get a little bit cash money back." We started offering these to 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 movie companies, start getting movies out there. Like, I'm just gonna read off a few of the franchises they they now Microsoft now has on, or Xbox now has. I'll just say it like that. <clears throat> so, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo. DJ Hero, Geometry Wars, Guitar Hero, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Hexen, King's Quest, The Lost Vikings, Overwatch, Phantasmagoria, Pitfall, Police Quest, Prototype, Singularity, Skylanders, Soldier of Fortune, Space Quest, Spyro the Dragon, Starcraft, Time Shift, Tony Hawk, True Crime, World of Warcraft, and that's like a fraction of it. There is right. so many countless other properties because, um, and it's funny, I talked about this on, this is not a plug, for on Hide and Go Seek a long time ago, back when we did like, kind of like unknown corners of gaming history. And it's not really unknown, but it's not as well known. But Activision started as ex-Atari employees that kind of left that company. Really? So they okay. deep, deep, deep roots in franchises. Like they have roots back into the early eighties of gaming. So and all that time, think of Activision, just gobbling up all those franchises. And now Xbox just has them. And I think that's a big part of the acquisition is just like, I think like, yeah, like, and if you think about it too, it's like all those years, like throughout the eighties, nineties, two thousands, 2010s, there's probably countless games that didn't do great, but have potential. And if you're Xbox, I imagine you you could just hold an open open call for like, all right, developers, if you have a cool pitch for this property, come on in, <laughs> and like, yeah. we'll make a deal with you. And I think that's they're kind of writing blank checks to what they need to do, especially in terms of Game Pass, which is probably the biggest part to all this. Is that like you spend all this money because you want people in that ecosystem mm-hmm. of Xbox and and game pass i mean it would make
0: i i I don't know how the finances of game Pass work obviously but the most obvious thing to me is that literally all activision games are about to go on game pass like yeah like all absolutely all (laughs) of them that aren't are going to be like that's there's no doubt in my mind like it doesn't matter that playstation like that 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 is oh it is so much so many games like I,
1: I it's like a lot of games
0: right so you we don't have even have to, have to make another spyro yeah. it's the fact that spyro is now on game pass if it wasn't already like it's yeah. just <laughs> everything everything that ever was is now going to be there it's just it's insane it's a huge get and so what you you talked about it what was the like the comparison when it came to the numbers of, like i actually don't oh. remember what the cost of this purchase was um
1: so microsoft and activision Blizzard acquisition came out to approximately and I'm serious about this approximately because you you round up 69 billion dollars I want to say that like I want to say that second part again billion with a B that is like we we talked about that for um like so yeah like we, we talked a little bit about what happened last year when Microsoft bought Bethesda and that was made about eight million. So that is like, I mean, this is. I mean, eight half times that.
0: I mean, my when I go when I when I think yeah. of acqu- when I think yeah. of acquisitions, my my first is always Disney buying Marvel. I was gonna bring this up. Yeah, <laughs> that was only four billion dollars. I was gonna say, yeah. So we well, get you know only, and... but like
1: yeah, <laughs> that like that <laughs> that. Disney
0: bought Marvel. This is 17
1: times that
0: (laughs) billion dollars. This is 69 billion dollars. I mean, you know, that number, like I, I, that number is absolutely just, just the idea of a call of duty being
1: an exclusive. That that's, that's, that's exactly what that is. Like I, I'm going to read off some that are close. Um, even, uh, this is back in 2006, but Disney bought Pixar for $7.4 billion. Um, a little bit before this was the acquisition of Zynga by Take-Two Interactive, which was for $12, $12 billion. Uh, even before this... Um, there was something in particular I want. Oh yeah, uh, Facebook bought Oculus for two billion dollars, which feels quaint. Oh now, my god, that's like, insane! Is, when when yeah, do you it, have the time for when that was? That was twenty. Uh, that was uh, Twenty fourteen. I can't. I very I, lucky I, for Facebook. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> they made out like thieves on that one. Good get. Good get. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's definitely. Yeah. It's definitely like. It, it, it really is um, so, so what I'm reading off of is i know wikipedia but the sources are good um and it's a i um, don't i don't think anyone's gonna lie about this uh but the like basically what it is like Microsoft is in one two three it's in th- three of the like twenty biggest <laughs> acquisitions of 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 gaming um, and the, and like the next closest from Microsoft buying Activision is Take Two buying Zynga, and that's twelve billion dollars. Microsoft bought, <laughs> spent fifty six billion more than they just did, and even compared to to Sony bu- buying Bungie did for for, for three point six billion. That means Microsoft spent sixty five. Billion more, yeah, than Sony. And if you add, like, basically if you added up what Sony just did today, what um, Disney bought Marvel for, Marvel, Marvel for what, what Disney bought uh, even Star Wars for, it doesn't even come, it didn't come close. It maybe cracks like twenty, but that's still forty billion more <laughs> until yeah. you get what Microsoft did, it, especially. It's, it's... Uh, the closest one I wanted to mention, maybe like actually, okay, this one is actually closer, but it's it's it was such a seismic shift. Was AT and T when they bought Time Warner? That was eighty billion dollars. But yeah,
0: yeah, well, that Time War- Time Warner is like buying Disney, like right?
1: It's it's insane. Yeah,
0: I I, I to be I quite frank, mention. yeah, the purchase of sixty nine billion dollars. Nice is 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 quite honestly an unfeasible amount like it just Just doesn't make sense like when you think of a billion being broken it's like okay we're in big boy numbers right like that's kind of how i think about that's what like marvel again was four billion dollars or whatever and then i don't know i'm sorry did you i know you mentioned star wars like do you know how much
1: i think maybe 11 like it it was high it was 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 maybe like higher than marvel it was yeah. something up yeah. there.
0: But like like all those like numbers, nice. again, like you said, they were within like five or so billion dollars of each other. And you just go like, oh yeah, like a big boy purchase like that, it's within one to ten billion dollars. And then yeah.
1: sixty-nine nice billion dollars. <laughs> I just like Microsoft just putting their dick on the table, just being like, check it out. This no, is what no, no, we no, got.
0: No, 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 no. no, they did that, <laughs> and then they also like ripped off their shirt pulling proving they're
1: <laughs> shredded. I'm going to throw out some companies as kind of like a last thing on this uh this segment of the podcast sure. just to see um we can say okay so I'm going to throw them out and say do you think they're going to be acquired in, in the next year or so and then I'm going to ask by who. Uh and these okay. are some surprising ones. Okay. Um Netflix. <sighs> I want to say yes, but at the
0: same time, I think it would have happened by now. So I'm going to go that's no. That's
1: a really good point. Okay, I like that. I think um, I think I Netflix gonna...
0: started the game, but they're yeah. not worth taking off the board. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah,
1: I like that. That's a really, yeah. And I refuse that's... to
0: turn around because my wife loves Netflix.
1: <laughs> I just criticized it like that. No, I, I mean, that's fair. Like, it's... D- do you hear about how, like, Netflix doesn't... Isn't actually profitable, it's like a weird, yes. but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think anything independent. Um, look around my room, see if there's anything Batman. that like falls in <laughs> that maybe. I mean, if Microsoft wanted to. they probably could at this point. Yes, Batman. Um, yeah, <laughs> do you think Disney would just be like, I, 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 that's one of my favorite tweets. Uh, I think it was from like Brian Lynch after. Disney made the deal with, with Sony for Spider-Man to be in the uh, Civil War it was like, <laughs> Disney executives right now are like, now let's go for Batman. It's just them <laughs> deciding what to do next. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, Nickelodeon. Or no, I guess that's well, by CBS Paramount. now. Like, yeah, not like... oh, Paramount. Yeah.
0: The, well, the, I I should say they're streaming. Nickelodeon is being streamed on Paramount Plus. I don't know
1: who owns Nickelodeon, but That's I don't think Nickelodeon's yeah. solo. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give you another one. Yep. Ubisoft. Yes,
0: I definitely think Ubisoft is getting bought. I would definitely lean PlayStation.
1: Yeah, I. 100 percent can see that yeah
0: i i especially you, you pointed it out playstation is going to hit those like single player triple a games it's going to be jrpgs and european market like gold and that's yeah. what i would definitely think ubisoft is a playstation exclusive in the next i don't know two
1: to five years yeah i yeah absolutely um ea
0: tougher 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 because ea has a much broader thing you see i actually think ea would be pretty close to an activision size purchase between sports games and that's a really good point between sports games and then also just you know other titles um i i don't look i i greatly respect the microsoft move buying activision there's, there's no way they can make another purchase like this. This, the, there's no way that, I mean, they have a right out their,
1: their piggy bank. Yeah. They have
0: but like there's, I, I don't see that happening again. I do see EA if it being bought, it would be, you know, maybe not $69 billion, but I think it's going to be that <laughs> right. sizable of a purchase in comparison. Uh, I would say it has to go to PlayStation, but I'm going to say it doesn't get sold at all. I'm
1: going to go. No, no buy. I like it. That's good. Uh, I'm going to try to hit you with like a weird, like a out of left field one. I'm yeah. trying to find a good one. Um, give me one sec. I'm going to. Uh, oh, maybe like a not so much. Hmm. Discord.
0: As a um, wow, I'm going to be honest with you I didn't know Discord wasn't owned by anyone I, I They might be I think Microsoft might have bought them
1: too I can't remember I, You know what it I'll do, I'll just personal.
0: close Discord and open it back up Because I feel like that would show up When you yeah. open Discord We're going to do a live Um, I don't know man Discord might not be owned by anyone
1: I'm going to do Oh, okay, so Microsoft did make a bid for it made a 10 billion bid <laughs> 10 million billion okay the b yeah that makes more sense so they, they have been getting a lot of offers but they haven't said um if they're gonna go with anything i yet. i so so my answer
0: to your question is i'm gonna go yes i i see no reason why discord wouldn't get sold or bought right um i don't think it's gonna be by like PlayStation or Microsoft. I think it's going to be by, you know, like a Facebook or a Twitter, yeah, like oh, something like that. Yeah, that's. I, to be quite honest, I'm shocked. Oh no, it's not a Facebook <laughs> owned property.
1: Sorry, I'm a Meta is, owned property. Uh, oh, you just get their stink mm-hmm. stank all over it. That is like, that is so cursed and real that I'm. I am surprised it hasn't happened yet. And think about it, right? The worst thing, in my opinion, that Facebook has,
0: the absolute worst thing is their messaging service.
1: It's garbage. I hate it. Yes, it's terrible. So what do you
0: do? You buy a service that literally specializes in messaging and turn that into your messaging service.
1: Damn. Yep. You
0: you got it. I would not. I would be more shocked if anyone else buys Discord. Yeah. I would not be shocked by the sale of Discord. So th- so this, this is my levels yeah. of shock.
1: <laughs> that's a really good way to put it,
0: yeah. Discord is absolutely going to get sold. I'm telling you that right now. Like, in the next week. Yeah. In the, pretty much. Like, yeah. I'm shocked they're not already <laughs> owned by someone. Yes. Uh, they're absolutely going to get sold. And then under that, like, if it's not Facebook, you, that's that's one... Like if betting odds, we're talking like minus 10,000. It's Facebook, which yeah. means that, that <laughs> it's you'd, have to, you'd have to bet $10,000 to get a dollar. It's that like serious. It's,
1: I would, I guess if I were a betting man, which I'm not, um, <laughs> both of those things I'm not, but, um, uh, I would say maybe Google would be the only person only company i could see going after them but even they don't even acquire things anymore they I, just are i think yeah I, I that that would be the other company that would be the other company i Actually, the that. more i think about it, the more i don't think it would because ha- google doesn't i don't i haven't heard of google acquiring anything for like the longest time
0: they, feel they, like they don't really quiet. they they have they have done that
1: yeah. um okay oh, <laughs> i forgot they had Stadia. I was thinking of like anything I've heard of them from recently, and it's, they're they're probably still looking their licking their wounds a little bit. You know that. what? I'm still gonna say Facebook's the favorite. Yeah, but if I had to pick second, I think that's
0: yeah, yeah. It's not Google. If I had to pick second. That's the other one, yeah, it's Amazon. That was mother. <laughs> because Amazon has has yeah. zero communication right now. Yeah, like you have something on Twitch which you
1: can connect to your Discord, right? Um, and you just keep it all in that. I keep using this word, but all in that same eco- ecosystem. Yeah, like that's yeah. it. It has to be something that it would make. So Google, yeah, it, yeah, you're
0: right. Like as it kind of, like on paper, like oh, Google bought this say Discord. I'd be like, oh, that's interesting, but like that's not gonna happen. Um, yeah, I I. I firmly believe it's going to be Facebook because I hate their messaging app and it makes sense to get a better one. <laughs> yeah. I counter that, though, pockets. with yeah. Amazon owning Twitch, it would 1,000% <laughs> make sense that they get Discord like, to partner yeah. with Twitch. Like,
1: I'm going to be surprised if it doesn't happen in the time it takes between our next episode on this to happen
0: within the next hour like we spoke it into yeah. existence
1: basically it, it's it just manifest this yeah <laughs> it's uh all right one more last one i swear one. all right um I, this, this is good i like this this is fun all right <laughs> well just, this is a joke once and never <laughs> it's um <laughs> capping co-op llc legal uh, legal company anyone go yeah. <laughs> you want yeah ten dollars um, Sold. Uh, <laughs> you get the rights to <laughs> Zach and Brandon.
0: <laughs> if you're gonna put food on my Shit. table, it, literally anyone, anyone. It's like the uh, the Family Guy bit when it's like, man, this is easier than becoming a chiropractor, and then it's like, <laughs> John Smith, Kate <laughs> Lee, anyone, and then yeah. Peter just walks up and gets his That's degree. That's amazing. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. That <laughs> I would literally. Yeah, I would sell it at i I'm trying to think of
1: some more for our next episode. We can play n- another round of our capitalist hell. <laughs> Who's going to get bought next? Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's a funny idea.
0: All right, all right. Let's let's go into uh. Let's yes. let's wrap it up yeah. with some yeah. kind of fun goof news. Uh, we'll start it off with the Halo trailer for yes. paramount plus uh coming out march 24th as the i don't they didn't right. say i don't think first episode or if it's going to be the full series drop um i don't think they clarified I think that the, i would be point. shocked if it's not i'm just gonna check movie. real quick because yeah. the only the only company that's really doing full drops right now is netflix right um even they've been like kind of talking like everyone's hey, like, that anymore <laughs> everyone's kind of loving the other thing um uh, yeah. So I would be shocked if it's not a weekly drop. Yeah. Look, I'm a Halo fan. We've talked about this. I've been a Halo fan with Halo lore. We we're both book nerds when it comes to Halo. Uh, Halo is awesome. So I can't give you an unbiased opinion about this trailer because this trailer looks amazing. It is like I was really impressed. Yeah. It it looked like if you told if you showed that trailer to 2010 Zach, which I guess would be if you showed 16-year-old, 17-year-old Zach the trailer to the Halo Paramount Plus show, I think I would crap my pants in excitement. Like, I am – I, I, it looks – and just the trailer. It's just the trailer. But it looks as good as you could ever hope a Halo show to look.
1: God, that's it It really is crazy to have this on... on, on it's going to be a TV show, which is kind of the craziest part, because I always thought it would eventually be a movie, but I think having a show is such a better uh, option for this, especially not only visually, but I think the just from the trailer, like what they imply and kind of where I think they're going with it is very intriguing. Like, there were yeah. some... It was great, because I was like, cool, like... I like Halo a lot. I, I, I like, like, the, the world and the design for Halo a lot. And I was excited for this trailer. And then, like, do you, do you want to talk about, like, story details? Kind of, talk, yeah. like, what they so can talk what, about? Like, yeah,
0: I I was actually... Yeah, I I think, to your point about we, a movie, you know, like like I said, 2010, yeah. I feel like was as early as I remember there being talks of a Halo movie in development, right? Yeah. And I think if a movie was ever going to be made, it was just going to be the game. They're, like... And, and you know i love the game i love i love the halo series i love halo 1 to 3 especially but halo yeah. 1 doesn't have a lot of characterization right like it, it it has it has a great story but it's not characterization isn't a, is a isn't really a part of it and that's okay yeah, for like a
1: game atmosphere and kind of mood and kind of um kind of like this the big overarching story but you never get like much of a character beyond Master Chief just being, like, his back and forth with with Cortana, for the most part.
0: Right, and in in 2010, when the movie probably would have been, at most, 90 minutes, you're not going to get much characterization. No. Now, it's 2021, and you're promised a full-fledged series. I'm expecting this to be—expecting is the wrong word. I'm hoping that this is the integration of the Halo lore— From the books and the Halo games, like a perfect integration, and I think that's what we're going to get. I definitely, I mean, from the trailer alone, we know that it's going to have some point of connection with the first game because they find the first Halo, right? Like, right? That's that's it's in the name. They did they did the thing right. We found Halo. (laughs) So at some
1: like the Leo pointing meme, yes.
0: exactly. It's the Leo pointing meme, and to some degree, it's going to be a Halo One adaptation. Yes. But let's talk like – you're pointing out, like, it, they clearly have fleshed out characters in the show just based off of that trailer, and I definitely think they're leaning on – well, not leaning. They're hinting at the the deep, dark background lore that we love so like, much about Master yes. Chief.
1: That's why, I like, that's why I'm, like, so excited about Is that, like, they're already hinting at stuff that was, like, only kind of coming into – the fray in, like, Halo 5, like, like, Dr. Halsey is already, is in the first, is in the trailer, like, by name, too, I think they talk about her. So, um, something definitely one of those things where, like, um, it's, like, something I, I really love is that the way they kind of, like, have projected Master Chief's, like, story arc, even, is that they've talked about, like, it, I what I like is that, like, I'm already getting a feeling that they show him, not cold, but it's definitely like they even call him a weapon. Where it's like he's our greatest weapon. So that, and I like how it's going to be like him kind of rediscovering his own humanity. And there's even a line where someone like there's a really dark line where someone's like, "What they did to us." Oh, yeah, no. did, did you have it? No, no, sorry. I thought we were going to talk about the same exact line. Go ahead, go ahead. But th- there was like th- somebody else is like he's on the Spartans, and he's like, "What they did, what what they did to us was." like not okay like i'm paraphrasing it was, isn't it much better than the trailer but the way that he says it is like there was some fucked up shit they did to us right
0: and i think so as any media adaption that takes movies or books and turns them into movie or sorry that that movies and tv shows do with games or books when they have a source adaption um you know they take liberties and I think an interesting yeah. liberty they've taken here, they talk, they briefly mention it in the trailer. And that's the one thing I, I really wanted to talk to you about, Brandon, because it's definitely something not in the games, but it also, on a base surface level, it makes sense. And that is, in the trailer, they describe Spartans as, there's a key word they said, and it blew yes. my mind. And she, Dr. Halsley, calls them controllable. And then it goes into the Master Chief touching this Covenant artifact, and it seems like that's what gives him free will again. And I think it's extremely interesting, dark, and could be a very good plot point if not only – not only is the UNSC monsters for kidnapping children and turning them into Spartans, but you also – they essentially weapon X or weapon 11 them from – from X Men Origins Wolverine, where they right, turned yeah. these living people oh my God. into yeah. like their actual machines, and yeah. this idea that they don't actually have free will until something happens in the show is a very dark idea. And I might be overlooking really it, grim. Yeah, I might be reading too much into the fact. But controllable was just a very specific word to me. Yes, that yeah. screamed something. And because, like, like I said, like. In in the games, the Spartans follow orders, at, you know, to the T. Like they 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 cross their T's and dot their eyes. They they don't yeah. mess. They don't they don't screw around. They follow every order, but they still they they are described as being individuals. Still, like I think Halo right. Reach is the best example of that because you have five or six Spartans and they're all. They're all themselves they they follow orders, they die trying, they do the best that like they are Spartans, but they are very yeah. much individuals, and this trailer makes it seem like that's not the case in this universe,
1: yeah, I like yes yeah, and like especially at this point it's like and 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 how people look at Master Chief is like it's cool like th- there's definitely this feeling of like oh that's that's the master Chief there are people who are like looking' at with with all with with in all. And then we have characters like Dr. Halsey, who, as you said, like, sees him as, like, a pawn. Just like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's controlled. Like, you put him, he's a weapon. You point him at what you need to get destroyed and you let him loose. And it's really cool to see that, like, it's a good commentary and kind of, like, just saying some good shit about, um, like, soldiers, too, of just, like, how a lot of times, like, how they're treated and, and just this idea of, like, this isn't an ideal future. Like Halo isn't one you're going to be like, yeah, I want to, I want to be in this, uh, th- th- this future. It's like, no, this is bleak. Like this is incredibly bleak, and just the character arc, hopefully, of a person like, I was like winning back, but like rediscovering their own humanity and just kind of like becoming who they uh, should have been is such a like that is. Really exciting and cool for a Halo show to be to be about. I think that's like and especially from what they teased that like Cortana is also gonna be in it. The fact that like Love that. Um, love that she's I the same voice actress too. Yes, that's so it's, cool. It's awesome. It's yeah, she's so good. And like I also love really, the
0: like we only yeah. saw the headshot, but like I think she looked great. Like it looked She perfect. looks cool as hell. Yeah, she's um great. I do like to keep going off of the dark story aspect that we may be getting here that is different from the games. Um, yep. Something else in the trailer that, again, it didn't really hit me as hard as the controllable word, but, like, right. after he saves that one – he saves the – Master Chief saves the woman, and then right. it shows her talking to him, and she's like, why did you do that? And that, yeah. like, sent a shiver down my spine because – I just got that, too. <laughs> in the games, Master Chief is, like – he is a beacon of, like, I, I mean, the Believe trailer from from Halo 3, yes. Hit Master Chief yeah. is the beacon of hope in that world. Yeah. In that universe, if you saw Chief, I mean, literally, when Chief runs by soldiers, they'll stop if there's no enemies in the area, they'll yeah. be like, yeah, Chief's here, yeah, yeah we got a Spartan. <laughs> like, yeah. like, in this universe, the TV takes place, and it, it's clear that, like, the Spartans are just, they're tools. They're not even yeah. soldiers. They're just, like, the fact that this person's reaction hey. was, why did you save me?
1: It's like like that why that's what they're there for like yeah like that's what they should should be doing but so
0: so i love this idea like you said that he's fighting like you know hopefully season one if it's good enough that it gets another season but like season one being about master chief not only reclaiming his own humanity but also you know i guess showing that humanity and being the be, yeah. becoming a hero. Like an actual yeah. like he's not a hero at the start of the show, but he becomes one.
1: Yeah. Like, and that's, yeah, like that's a great he, story. It's it's super exciting. Yeah. It's it's like he is a weapon at the beginning. And they even say like our greatest weapon is our greatest hope. And I hope by the end of that first season we can it, it'll be like he's not a weapon anymore. He's a hero. Like he is the Master Chief. Like this right. is kind of he will eventually get to that point where we will see him as the master chief but it's definitely like he's he's getting there and i think that's it's kind of cool it's it's kind of cool to have like it's kind of an origin story and also hopefully the first the telling of the first Halo game but it's going to be i i'm really excited i think this is going to be very i
0: i and again just to kind of put ahead pin 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 i don't know i don't have an analogy i'm tired I the, okay. the coke caffeine's already wearing down. It's been a lot. But but <laughs> just to lot. like just to kind of put up the point like visually you, this is perfect. This is this is yeah. I could not have asked for it to look Eddie. <laughs> I mean, we only see one alien, but it's an elite and he literally just he looks real. Like he just looked
1: real <laughs> in that great. one
0: shot. I love it. Um yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. March 24th, I yeah. like I said I I I think it was off pod, but I will definitely be getting paramount plus for this show uh you know i, I don't nice. i don't see paramount plus being something i hold on to actively but i right. definitely like i'll definitely get it so i can watch this you know maybe yeah. i'll retire it for 10 months out of the year and then every two every march i'm getting it for the next season of halo but right i'll, I'll do
1: it it's it,
0: it looks that good
1: <laughs> i'm excited and it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting to talk about the first episode when it drops i know
0: in. I know. What, we'll just become a Halo podcast. I mean, we yeah. kind of were last year, but we'll just become another one. <laughs> but actually, yes. going on to our last bit of news, my surprise news that I'm not sure if you've seen because yes. we haven't talked about it. I'm sure you have. Uh, fairly recently, don't know the exact date, but it was confirmed that a sequel to Mortal Kombat is in the works with the Moon Knight oh. ri- writer, Jeremy Slater, oh, currently yes. working on a script. Brandon thoughts on
1: mortal combat 2 very excited uh i hope they make it so that you can't be the you, you can't see the ending because it's too hard and you gotta ask your older brother to be be the ending for you uh that, that'll be <laughs> very true to mortal combat 2 um no but for real I, I definitely am i like that writer um and he has a movie coming out soon on netflix and just he has a cool vibe to what he's written, especially Moon Knight looks weird and crazy and different, and like I mean, yeah, having I'm super excited for Moon Knight too. Yeah, l- like having that mind behind Mortal Kombat, I think is gonna take everything and kind of like twist it in a cool way to make it like because we like at the end of the first new Mortal Kombat, they have not gotten to the actual tournament yet. So I'm I'm hoping Sorry. he will like twist that in a cool way because I like just having the tournament just as a thing is just like the first uh, is just like the 95 movie. So I'm hoping they'll do something slightly different or just some batshit crazy thing for uh, whatever the storyline for uh, two is. But I'm definitely like, I'm chomping at the bit. I really want to see what this is like now.
0: Hey, it's been a while since we had a Mortal Kombat talk on this podcast, but there was a time where that was <laughs> yes. like every episode was something that was more <laughs> Mortal Kombat related. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was just only fitting we had to talk about it somehow. Yeah, I also I mean I liked Mortal Kombat for what it was. Uh and it was a great HBO Max watch for me. And uh yeah. I'll I'll I'm looking to, I'll I'll watch the next one for sure. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's definitely a Yeah, it's just like I'm always I'm always up for more, more, more combat. I know I haven't talked about it for a while, but it's because I put put like a referendum on myself. I'm like, I have to stop this. <laughs> I have to like, I had to like <laughs> shut down my own shtick for for right. a little bit there. <laughs> uh, but now it's warming me back up. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's happening. Get the hype train going. Alright,
0: thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Caffeine Cobb, episode 44, and I, I guess let's get into socials. So you can find me on Twitter, at the underscore Philly Gamer, and you can also find me on Twitch, again, the underscore Philly Gamer. Um, not really sure what's going on. I Could Obviously, house hunting has been a thing tomorrow. Yeah. Usually, I'm not trying to do Tuesdays, but tomorrow I'm going to go see uh, Pretty Woman at, at the Pittsburgh Broadcast Broadway Theater. So, you know. Nice it's yeah. been busy life so you know yes. twitch is a thing please follow me on it put your notifications some, on uh,
1: some call of duty black ops i don't the, know
0: man maybe i'm not good maybe at zombies i love it but I, i'm not well, good i'll, I'll carry you
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we'll practice then we'll this will be this it'll be
0: okay oh, yeah. oh. all right well you never know i do i i was thinking kind of about just throwing the playstation stream on um every time I play Final Fantasy and just not necessarily doing the whole hookup, but just streaming right. it for what it is no matter yeah. not even at a certain time. Just be like, like, oh I'm playing Final Fantasy, stream it. We'll see. There it is. Um, like but it. yeah, I'm trying to get back into it. I really want to. I really enjoy streaming. Uh Twitch the the underscore Philly gamer.
1: Brandon, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Brandon Hyde, uh where you can send me all your Orioles complaints. Hopefully soon I will <laughs> be getting them again. I imagine Everyone who works for the Orioles is just looking at my Twitter page being pissed. They're like, why is the manager have an avatar of death from Sandman and talking about Dark Knight Returns all the time? Uh, That's what I'm they're probably thinking. But besides that, you can find me also talking on the Hide and Go Seek podcast network, where we are going to have new episodes of Let's Let's Talk Comics and reviewables up very soon. Um, see you then, and if you want to find my writing on Wigman.com, dot com, it is there. We have some really fun stuff coming up in the new year. A lot of funny, uh, funny pieces, and some short fiction from myself that is going to be dropping very soon in for the spooky season of February. I know, <laughs> but it's because I was very busy. Not well, hey,
0: we just saw Scream in theaters this weekend. I mean, right. it's spooky time. Oh.
1: It was really good. I liked it?
0: it. I mean, I I love the Scream series.
1: Too. It was a great it addition was to Scream. Good. Yeah, that um, those reveals were good. No, um, again, but, anyway,
0: but yeah,
1: done. All
0: right, <laughs> thank you again, everyone, for listening to *Caffeine Cup* episode forty-four. Your garbage video game podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm Brandon. and we're out.